Stereo's Trigger family of capos offers a buzz-free, in-tune performance for players of all kinds. They allow precise micrometer tension adjustment, ensuring the perfect clamping pressure, dialed into your exact playing preference, so you can set it and forget it. Hey, this is Perry with Premier Guitar. I'm here in Nashville, Tennessee at the Ryman Auditorium um, with Death Cab for Cutie. I'm here with Nick Harmer playing some basses. He's going to show us all his awesome gear on this tour. It's pretty uh, straightforward. Yeah, I love that you, you, <laughs> yeah. you've done some simpli simplification, yeah. and we'll show everybody here in a second. But yeah, uh, we'll start with we'll start with the bass. Um, this has been my number one for about eight years now. It's just a this late exact length. this bass. exact bass. Uh, recorded a lot of, let's see, I guess codes and keys, almost all of codes and keys, and just showed up a lot in Kintsugi as well. Um, but it's been on. It's been my live number one for forever. Um, it for, it's a it's a Lakeland Lakeland. Lakeland. Uh, bass. Some people say Lackland, but yeah. it is Lakeland. It's got the hard A. It's got the, it. yeah. You see it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so these are hand-built, or they were hand-built in um, Chicago. Uh, the company's since been, it still exists, but it's been sort of exchanged hands. Um, at the time uh, that I picked these up, they were just making really good quality P copies. Yeah. So that's basically all this is, is just a P copy. Um, I really like the tailpiece in it. I think it's solid, connects great. Um, I replace all my bases with Lawler pickups. Oh, cool. Um, they're the sort of overwound Lawlers. A little uh, hotter? A little hotter, uh, and those sound really great. No other modifications. It's all pretty much stock. Tone volume. Tone volume. That's it. Can't beat that. Um, unfinished neck, if I can get it. So, so nice it's and all, smooth. Yeah, yeah, totally. You didn't sand it? It just came like no, that? No, it, well, it was kind of raw in the beginning, but this is, you know, years of sweat. I, you know, it's just for whatever reason, this one just is, keeps... It just keeps my love and my attention. I don't know why. Feels like home. It just feels like home. I mean, and I essentially play three of the same versions of this. They're, they're the at the time they're making Bob Glob signature models, and so it's uh, uh, you know I think it's their forty four sixty four is what they call it now, but it's just a P copy, um, straight down the line. Pretty pretty uh, pretty straightforward. And again, all Lawlers, uh, everything is pretty same. much set set to same except my second bass. Um, I call this one my K bass because um, it was sort of named after my wife for a while. Uh, well, still my, still my wife, but mm. there was a sticker you can kind of see. I oh, put yeah. her sticker on it. It kind of faded a long time ago. But um, this is uh, tuned up uh, basically a step up straight down the line. So uh, E to F, all the sharps, um, and I play this on one track. Uh, just one. Just one on Grapevine Fires, uh, just so I can have a nice Is that open... because it's in a strange tuning? Or... Yeah, just because okay. I can have like big open string rings, just let the whole notes just last as long Same. as possible. Yeah. So um, that works out really well. And then I've got another, obviously, I don't need to have a pick in my mouth while I'm doing this <laughs> interview, but uh, this is just a copy of this. It's beautiful. I love that you can see the Yeah, you kind of see the grain yeah. through the white. Yeah, I, when... Yeah, when uh, Mike Lakeland, when he sent this, I, all I said was like, I just want a, a, a black on black and a white on black. And then when he sent this, I didn't realize that it had that kind of see-through. Yeah. I love it. I did and it's, that. It's great. I mean, I, another one, I used to keep this one strung up with flat wound and just give me a, some variation in the set if I felt sure. like a song, you know, I was feeling like needed the flat wound thing at the time. But over time, I just sort of started carrying less bases on the road and now I just need a true backup in case you know break a string or some catastrophic failure happens with with this guy killer so, so are you guys how many different tunings are you running a night um i am in standard 
on everything except Soulmate's body, I have tune up to F just on, on the E string, and then Grapevine Fires where the whole bass sure. is, is a step up. So um, That's not too, too much dancing around. Not for me, and yeah. that means it makes it so we, I don't actually have a bass tech. Um, we have just oh. a stage right guitar tech who services uh, Ben and me at the same time, and I think just Life because, easier. well, sure. I mean, it makes it's easier for him because I don't I don't have to you know swap out song by song. And I mean, my only real requirement is I just like to have fresh strings on at the top of every set. <laughs> uh, brand <laughs> new strings it. every day. Brand new strings every day. Cool. That's it. I sweat a lot when I play. So dead them um, out pretty good. So yeah, by the end of a you, I can hear it roll off even by the end of a really? set. Really? Oh, definitely. Yeah. The, just the the highs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and the sustain. It just slowly just gets a little thumpier as the show wow. goes on. Um, and it's, it's crazy that you can hear that. That's yep, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, something about a lot of the way that we've sort of front load our sets. Um, we like to come out kind of strong, and the first third of our sets are usually kind of a lot of up-tempo, high-energy stuff. So having that real bright attack, like fresh string thing is great. great. And then by the, you know, as the set kind of mellows out as it goes on, so does the bass, and it kind that, of just fits in perfectly. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Did you plan the set that way, or did it just kind of happen uh, like that? It just sort of happened that way. Yeah, yeah I mean, handy, yeah. I would probably switch out if, you know, we, we ended up needing, if I needed some of that bright attack later. But I mean, you know, I play the, the D Dario's uh, 50 to 105s, Pretty straightforward. Cool. I use sharps as picks. Oh, look at that thing. You could kill somebody with yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I don't know if you guys can see this. I'll try to get a still photo for you, but it looks like almost like a little mandolin pick. Yeah. Why, do, why do you like that? Because it slides uh, off the string a little yeah, easier? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I am a pretty physical player when I get kind of amped up. So are you when always I'm, playing with picks? Or? Uh, for the most part, there's a couple songs that I have fingers on uh, these days, but most part it's all pick, pick and palms and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And this, uh, this particular sharp pick is actually, of all of the gear that I've played the longest, that's the one. This is the uh, one. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all of the things I've had in my chain, I guess maybe the Boss Tuner has been in there oh, yeah. from the I guess beginning that's a, as well. Kind of a mainstay. Yeah, well, makes everybody sound better. Well, you know, yeah, and we can get to the pedals in just a little bit. You know, I think there are a lot of debates about the um, precise, the precision of the Boss Stage Tuner. Oh, yeah. Um, but we're all on it, so I feel like. That, if everybody's off, you're kind of off together. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I <laughs> that's feel like it, as long as uh, that's the only sort of like, uh, I, I guess that's the best thing you can hope for is if everyone in the band is on the exact same tuner. So we just had to make an agreement that we'll all just be on the same tuner. And then that way, if those tuners are a little wobbly, then we'll all be a little wobbly together. By three tuners at a time yeah, and everybody's exactly. good. Right? Everybody's good. Yeah. That's well, and you guys yeah. at home can't see this right now because um, the amps are kind of hidden um, in the back line, but uh, I got some still photos and we can show you guys, but yeah. could you walk us through, uh, maybe just talk about the amps you're playing right yeah, now? Yeah, so I, for a long time, I, it took me forever to kind of dial in where I, I, I could find a bass head that I really love. Um, I was, you know, I toured with, I did the Ampeg, you know, SVT and the 810 yeah. and the 410, and I, you know, I, that was like just the bulletproof thing for a long time. But it was, it's real brittle and real, just a lot of um, bark in that. Mm. And I, I wanted something a little mellower, something that had kind of a rounder softness to it. And um, right about that time, somebody kept recommending Ashdown stuff. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll try it out. I didn't really want to go to a solid state amp, but uh, just because I, I'd also had them feeling real cold and kind of brittle. A lot of the solid state stuff that I'd tried out up until that point didn't really sound inviting enough. But I've got to be honest, the minute I plugged in the Ashdown, set everything to 12 noon, I was like, that's how I hear bass. That's what I want. Good. Yeah. So what so, a curiosity is, it's a solid state power amp, obviously, but does it have like a tube pre in it to kind of warm it, it up? It does. Or? It has a tube pre and solid state power. I mean, it's the ABM 500. They make two versions. There's like the ABM 900, which is essentially two of those next to each other just to kind of run. I mean, most guys, like big heavy rock guys are going to run 
you know, two cabinets, like two 810s <laughs> out of that 900. It's just too much headroom for yeah, me. I don't that's need a lot it. Of headroom. And I really like kind of pushing it a little bit more. Um, but this, both of these 500s, I mean, the one up top, I have two of them. Do one is a backup. One's just a backup. Gotcha. Yeah, and they're exactly the same settings. The, the, the one on top has actually been through a stage collapse in Ottawa. Um, Did anybody get hurt? Uh, well, not on us. So we were on, we're supposed to play right after Cheap Trick, and they were finishing their set when the windstorm came in and collapsed on Cheap Trick. Oh, and right. The, yeah, I and, remember hearing about but that. But all of our back line was sort of on deck, ready to go. And so all of our stuff got buried underneath the, the pile of rubble and then rained on for weeks while they were peeling it off slowly for the insurance investigation. But when I got it back, I mean, if there's one <laughs> thing right I up. can say about the Ashdown stuff, I mean, I've traveled the world with both of these heads and I've had, I'm gonna knock on wood, I guess here and here, <laughs> um, very minimal uh, repair needs with them. They're, they're really uh, That's really kind solid. of mind blowing. Yeah, so I mean, that to me, is with as many shows as we play and as much as we travel, like reliability trumps like sweet tone right. every time. And I mean, I, I, you know, I track with a whole bunch of different stuff sure. in the studios and get a lot of the character and tone for the records. But Plus, I mean, you have a front of house guy that can really dial it in for you. Exactly, and nail exactly. It. Yeah. So I don't, I don't spend too much time doing that. Um, and then I use the Summit um, TD, I think it's TD100. Yeah, the TD100 uh, is a direct uh, box. Um, just a just, yeah, just a split mountable DI? Yep, that's exactly it. Um, really straightforward, super mm -hmm. simple. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. man, let's take a look at some of your pedals. That sounds great. All right, Nick, this is a pretty simple setup. You've kind of <laughs> stripped it down a little bit, yeah. right? Embarrassingly, I guess it, well, I don't know. I, I, I get intimidated. I always feel the pressure to build a big pedal Some board because there are so many cool options in the world. But, you know, when I, I guess when I started this tour, I had three other pedals in the chain that I've now removed, four other pedals in the chain that I've now removed. I, I originally had started running into a super hard on, into a Pigtronics, Zvex super hard on, into a Pigtronics bass philosopher compressor, into a bass tube screamer, Ibanez tube screamer, into a um, JHS color box, into the reverb, into a stereo chorus, into the delay and out. And as we just got going on tour here uh, and started dialing in tones with front of house and sort of in the rooms that we're in, it became pretty clear that I didn't need the compressor. Super hard on was adding just a little too much grit that I was getting out. Why out of no it. compression? Are they adding it? They're adding in it front of house. Cool. So gotcha. um, just was kind of redundant for me to send it twice. Sure. Um, made it too squishy. Um, and it was adding kind of some false sustain in some places, right. uh, kind some of frequencies that weren't. Singing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I just kind of, I always default to the front of house guy. You know, like he, he knows what he's hearing. He yeah. knows what he's hearing. I can work with, you know, our monitor uh, woman, Christina, and she can. She can make it sound great to me, and he can make it sound great in front of house. And if those things don't have to sound exactly the same, you know. Totally. Um, so now I'm down to just into the tuner. Um, I cycled through a ton of boutique distortions, trying to find the right thing for this band. Like just a couple of the new songs have some particular moments where the distortion steps out in front a little bit, um, and I was kind of having a hard time sitting in with where the guitars distortions are kind of sitting. So um, I went through a bunch of boutique things, and then. The rat came up in conversation again, and I plugged it in just on a whim, kind of half expecting it not to work, and it's Boom. amazing. Found your and, sonic space. And, yeah, yeah, and it's great, and I, I, I just, it's one of those, it's a real musical distortion pedal. It's so, one of those things that, you know, there is a lot of options in the world, but sometimes you just kind of find a, find an answer find in something. What works? Yeah. So I'm not f familiar with the deuce yep. tone. Is this like a two-channel? It's, like it's, it's essentially, yeah, it's essentially two independent rats. Okay. Um, and you can dial in like vintage, so turbo. Can, uh, gotcha. Uh, it's got some switches. Yeah, it's got some switches. And, and you can run it stereo. So like 
if you're a keyboard player and you you know you're big stereo out, I run it just in uh, in cascade mode. So mm -hmm. you're in, and this is just basically they they stack. So you can um, do like a rhythm and then a lead or yeah, something. Totally. Yeah, totally. So I just have a slightly two different distortions in one for like the new year and stuff that's kind of more fuzz and real low end and kind of growly, and then one that's a little higher and biteier, kind of more of a, like a lead distortion, sure. I guess, for like Beverly Drive and uh, Doors Unlocked and Open. That goes into the Fender Reverb pedal that I use on one awesome. track. Um, what track uh, are you using? The I reverb? use it on, uh, actually I use it on a couple of places, just for effect. Just it's really, taste. yeah, it's just, it's just kind of, it's a, a weird sort of color to splash in now and again. And it's, it's dialed up pretty high for a bass guitar. It yeah, sounds kind of Yeah, I was going to say, the tone is wet. almost cranked in it. Yeah. So it's uh, giving you a real washy kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, it's really, I, I like the wetness of it. Yeah, and it's yeah. just really like kind of. Yeah, it just makes everything kind of squishy. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. And then delay I use um, in conjunction, obviously, with the distortion to just do big volume swells. Yep. And, um, you know, I've got that. I, I, it's nothing, no tapped out, no tempo stuff. It's really just set it as long as I can. Yeah, um, see, you got the delay level yeah, real long. Real yeah. long. So it's just, I, I just basically roll in, you know, kind of just swells that, that kind of fill in the floor in, in certain places. So. And that's it. I mean, really, it's very straightforward. Um, and then just the, the Fender 215 cab, right? Yep. And then, yeah, and the 15 side. So that was the other thing. For years, I was trying out the, the 810s and, you know, 410s and 610s. And I, the 10 thing was, like, just what I could get my hands on. And then it just was so barky and so high small. Like yeah, yeah, a little high-end that I just wanted something a little softer. Again, I like a speaker compression. I like, I like I'm a pretty physical player. So... Um, 15s you know, just work better, huh? Yep, 15s just work softer. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's just been my rig for as, for years now. I haven't really attempted to shift it. Amazing. <laughs> in fact, I tried to add pedals this time and ended up subtracting back. So uh, I think I've I've kind of found my my thing. Yeah, uh, this works, man. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, hey, man, I really appreciate you taking Thank the time you. to talk to us. Definitely. We're gonna grab Ben. See you guys in a second. We're here with Ben now, and he's going to walk us through some gear. They have to sound check, so we're going to try to scoot through it, but we'll try to get to everything. Thank you so yeah, much no for doing no this. Problem, um, no problem. I guess we'll start with guitars. Is this your number one? Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a fairly new guitar for me, but it's, a, it's an old Fender Mustang. I kind of stumbled across these a couple of years ago where um, you know, I, never, I never played them before, but they, I like the, the, the three-quarter kind of size. The neck is kind of good for me because I have short fingers, so um, it kind of makes me kind of play the way I kind of played when I first started playing guitar, which is, I like. So gotcha. yeah, so I really, I really like these. So I'm just playing these ex exclusively on this, on this tour. And so this is pretty much the exact same electronics and everything? Yeah, everything's the same. same. Yeah, I mean, I, and you know, we, we wired out the, the switches because I always hit them hit when them. I sweat yeah. in them. And then we took out the tone knob because it's kind of pointless. Gotcha. Uh, and just wired it kind of right in the middle. So these are, are these stock pickups or is this something? Yeah, everything's stock on them, but we, we took out the, you know, we took out, obviously took out the sure. switchers and just wired it to be right kind of in the middle. And then also all we have is a volume knob. Cool. Because so, uh, the tone knob, you kind of hit it. And so when you dial up the volume, it's both pickups at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's just kind of set for stun. Uh, and then uh, as far as the amps go, um, this, is, this is a custom amp that was made by uh, our, my guitar tech, uh, uh, Jesse Quitzlands. And it's, uh, it's called the Acme Silvertone, as you can see. And, you know, he basically used like the same circuit for like a, a Sears Twin 12. But we'll made just it made it solid. Yeah, made it like a point-to-point -point class A oh, style cool. kind of wired. Change out the filter caps and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Ro so Roadworthy. Yeah, sure. so it sounds really, really nice. And and so uh, and we have a backup here in case. So this is just a backup. And yeah, then so this is a two two twelve or is this? Uh, I believe it's a two two ten. I think it's a two ten. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Doctor so. Z cab. Doctor Z cab. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. So that's 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 the rig as far as the guitar goes. Cool. Um, well, let's take a look at yeah. some pedals. Okay. Sounds cool. All right, Ben. Let's. You got some cool stuff going on here. Let's talk about it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fairly simple um, setup. I, you know, I don't, I don't really need a lot of effects per se, um, although it might look like a lot. Um, the, the super duper hard-on, which is what this pedal is, <laughs> is basically a, a boost, a gain boost to kind of give the Mustangs a little bit of like little a juice, little yeah. teeth, yeah, because the, the pickups in those things are fairly quiet. Sure. So. Uh, and this this is just you know this is such a great pedal. I recommend one to any any guitar player, um, just because you can take whatever the amp sounds like and just give it you know um, just give it a little more kind of gas if, if you need be. And this one, uh, as you can see, is a two in one. So you know we have I, I use the side on the right for the electric guitar, and there's a couple songs I play acoustic through the amp, and then I use that the red side for that. So um, that gives a little bit of gain, but you know doesn't you know doesn't distort. Yeah, it doesn't distort or feedback. So, so this box of rocks is also a boosted, right? Are you yeah, this stays on all the time. The the the, the yellow side when I'm playing electric guitar, the yellow side stays on all on. the time. And then uh, you know this is the red side is kind of a, a the big distortion. And then, you know, the yellow side is if I'm doing like a little lead line thing that just needs a little bit of a boost. Gotcha. And every once in a while, both will go on for something like you can hear. Is it, it more like a clean boost and then a little bit of a distortion? Uh, well, they're both, they're both distortions. They're both separate oh, they distortions. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, they're slightly different. Um, so yeah, so there are some songs that I'll use both of them on, uh, but usually it's just the end of a set when it's kind of, you know, we want to kind of feedback and get crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then for delay, uh, you know, I'm, I'm using the Eventide time factor. I've got three or four different settings in there. Um, these, are, these are great because you can kind of store the settings elsewhere on the computer and then put them on a new pedal. And these ones have been fairly bulletproof for me. A sure, lot, since I've been a lot of people them. are using those now. So yeah. you create presets that you're going to use live and then just put them in there. Exactly, yeah. And then awesome. they're good to go. And, you know, they, you know, I use another similar kind of modeler for a long time, which will go nameless, that I had to buy like 12 of them. They always broke. Mm -hmm. So I finally went to the Eventide. Never been happier. And I've also never been happier since I went to the, the Space Reverb pedal, too. And I've got two reverbs in there, one that's kind of bigger and washier, mm -hmm. and then one that's a little bit tighter. Um, and then, uh, and then over here, I've just got you know tuners, obviously. And then the chorus and the pog are all going through this this channel here. And there's some new songs that I have chorus on. I've never had one before. Um, the pog kind of gets used just for you know a couple kind of octave songs. But uh, but yeah. And then you know using this Voodoo Labs pedal switcher has been really really helpful Handy, as well. Right? Yeah. So I, you know if I have the distortion on over here, instead of you know having to navigate these two clickers that are fairly close to each other. You know, I can just turn it Labeled off. Labeled out. Yeah, 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 turn it on and on and off over here. Same with the reverb, so that I'm not constantly just having to go to these small clickers. And these are all just right there for me. So, so cool. Very simple. And yeah, I've never simple. seen one of these. Is this just a like a guitar DI or what is? Uh, you know, I think this is something that Jesse put in here. I think this is just a just just a way to get. You know, these pedals are so close together. Oh, I see. I think yeah, that we needed to kind of get it. Yeah, because this is going. Actually, I haven't. Yeah, this is going out from here. Because uh, this is on. This is on its own. This is not on. This this distortion is on this distortion channel, but this is is, is freestanding. Gotcha. So, so we need to kind of have it go directly out to the guitar. Wow, that's yeah. great stuff. Well, that's hey good. man, we really appreciate you taking the oh, time to talk man. to Thank us. Thank you for talking. Yeah, to me. that's what. Um, yeah, oh, fun. actually, before we leave, um, are you? Oh yeah. Is this th this is just for vocal stuff? Yeah. So this you know I have a couple songs that I'm using uh, like either you know I'm using vocal loops on that I'm making and then and then kind of just triggering with my foot or a couple songs that have a, a set delay. In the, in the vocal. Just for the vocal. Yeah. Does so, the 14 seconds ever bother you? Because it's only like a 14 second loop, right? No, because it's it's only like a section little, of this song parts of, called You Are a Tourist. Mm -hmm. It goes, this fire grows higher and I need to kind of just... And that's what you use that yeah, for? Yeah, so it's only about that long. Is, um, did you record that with that as well? Or is uh, it something they did in no, the No, we did, we did that just like in a proper sure. kind of proper kind of studio. Well, it's cool that that's a nice convenient 
Uh, yeah, it works. It works more times than not. So the only mm -hmm. times it doesn't work is when I just don't hit, don't trigger it yeah. properly. So cool. it's been fairly, it's been fairly bulletproof for me as well. Well, again, thanks so much, of man. Of course, man. Thank you. Nice um, talking to you. You guys, we'll catch you next time. Don't forget to sign up for PG Perks, your all-access pass to exclusive gear giveaways and discounts on PremierGuitar.com.